Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings and welcome to Warren Radio. I am Tower and we are glad you joined us. If you have any correspondence or prayer requests, please send them to us through our contact page on warn-usa.com. This is a notice from the Watchman. The WIBR Warren Radio has been on Twitter for many, many years. It is with regret, with regret that we are faced with ongoing work of Twitter and Jack. In their banning and idiotic behavior, we, as well as illegal in our opinion, we are leaving a number of social platforms. The recent cheap and phony banning of conservatives, we can no longer abide with your platforms. Visit our websites for more. They banned Trump, but now Ayatollah's, Iran's Ayatollah has multiple Twitter feeds in multiple languages. Now Italian has just been launched. This is just one example. So warn-usa.com will be on LinkedIn. I mean the WIBR Warn Radio will be on LinkedIn, Parler, MeWe, USA.life, and CloudHub. Also Rumble, Tumblr, and we are looking at a few other sites uh, as well. On Warn-USA and Dana Glenn Smith, don't miss the post. Cross excuse me, cross contaminating Christ's gospel represents the lack represents the work of unbelief and spiritual discernment. On Warn-USA.com, you can find Gospel Advocacy Classic Warn Radio. This week, liberal leftists push Stalinism 101, One World Order, Globalism, Nigeria, and Christian Persecution. And on Dana Glenn Smith, American Social Justice. Doctrine in this nation today is on display. After decades of pushing Marxist thought, it is a war fought on the streets. Also, today we face COVID-19 vaccinations worldwide, an issue for those people that will not be disposed to take the vaccination because of aborted fetus cells is paramount. And Christian living wise in a world where evil plots and that which is good seems to fade away. We are, as believers, supposed to be wise concerning good and evil. So don't miss those posts on Warn-USA and Data Glenn Smith. You can follow us on LinkedIn with hashtag Watchman on USA.life and MeWe using hashtag Warn Radio. And you can find us on CloudHub with at Warn Radio and join us on Tumblr. Look for the Watchman, IS216. You can listen to our shows through the following carriers. Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes Player, Apple Podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Warren Radio Visions and on Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, Castbox, Google Podcast, Anchor, Deezer, and Podchaser. And now I welcome in the Watchman. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings, Dana. 
man, the middle of, uh, almost the middle. Of the month of January, hard yeah. to believe. We just got here. I know. You know, and uh, the only thing that I want to leave is all the liberals in D.C. Other than that, <laughs> yeah. I think. Me too. You know, let them leave with the winner. But, uh. Well, uh, as I've said a hundred times, people have heard me say it. Time goes by fast, but it's just one day closer to the coming of the Lord, and that we look forward to. That's our hope. Well, you know, it does go by fast. I mean, you know, we're busy all the time. Too busy all the all time. All the time. You know, the last time I had a decent vacation was a long, long time ago. And yep. now, and now, even if I could take a vacation, I wouldn't now because... Where would you go? Yeah, they're all crazy out there. Everywhere. You, I don't want to go. I don't care to go anywhere. I put a story over on our chat. It was about, uh, who was it? I'm trying to think. The UK. There was somebody. And it had to do with the masks. They were imprisoning them, putting them in jail or something. What, for not wearing them? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it you know, they're, they're nuttier than a frickin' fruitcake out there. I, I have it around here somewhere. I mean, there's so much news happening, I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah. You know, everything is crazy. We've not seen this level of craziness for in any time. Not in my lifetime. I'm pretty old. <laughs> Are you? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I did have that thing somewhere. That's okay. We need to spend more time in the Word than what's going on in the world well i already don't spend much time looking at anything i check out my thing but most of the time uh, i don't uh, i don't i don't spend it on there yeah i don't look at news anymore it's all it is is trump 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 impeach 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 i'm sick of it I don't hear anything else that's it no they can keep it Oh, it's a it. bank. That is why it struck me, because I was thinking of you. You were? Yeah, the HSBC Bank in Great Britain. If they, if customers come in without masks, they're closing their accounts. Really? Wow. Can you believe that? That is insane. Yeah. And so another little bit of news, too, is that between Facebook and uh, Twitter, they wiped out 51.2 billion in combined market value. And that has to do with both of them dropping. There's so many people. Of course, they warned about that uh, after it happened and people began leaving the platform of Twitter. We left Twitter. So and if you're looking, <coughs> looking for the WIBR Warren Radio on Twitter, you ain't going to find us because we ain't there. So um, the stock markets fell because of what they did to Trump. And, Good. And they so deserve it. They, ha they were worth billions, and now they're worth less billions, apparently. You know... In, they probably still have enough money they don't care. Well, you know, when I was... Uh, when we were growing up, let's put it that way. You know, a millionaire. Now, that was, that was the goal of a lot of people, just to become a millionaire. These people don't believe in becoming millionaires. These people are like billionaires. They're looking at trillions. trillions. Yeah. It's it's an ungodly lust. It's an ungodly amount of money. And yeah, when we were growing up, just being a millionaire was like unreachable. And so now today, you know, and and that's and, nothing to be a millionaire today. Yeah, nothing. And so it's. Uh, you know, this this is the problem with America. This is the problem with the world. We have the love of money. And, uh, you know, it, it's really a mess. So I thought of you when I seen that about the banks. 
since you deal with them so much. <laughs> it just That's bizarre. Can you imagine, you know, uh, a certain company doing that? No, that would not be good. No, I couldn't. I couldn't either. I couldn't imagine any local bank around here doing it. Uh-uh. That's absolutely ridiculous. Well, at any rate, we got to get going. Yes, we do. So today is part 76 of Isaiah's prophetic book, and this is on the Lord's deliverance. The Lord's deliverance is what Israel would experience. It is the same kind of deliverance many believers and even Israel look forward to today. Now back to you. I'll see you on the other side. We were um, in Isaiah 30. We're just about done with this chapter, verse 28. And his breath as an overflowing stream shall reach to the midst of the neck to sift the nations with a sieve of vanity. I like those words, sieve of vanity. You know what a sieve is. When you put uh, something through it, a liquid for instance. And uh, there is a, an old way that they used to make certain things you know, you could take apples and run them through a sieve with a wooden stick that was uh, sharpened on the end, kind of pointed. And you could run that around in a circle and it would go through the sieve and applesauce would be come through at the bottom. So that's, that's a sieve, rich in the midst of the neck. Well, you know, there's one thing. When you talk about, and here it says, and there shall be a bridle in the jaws of the people. The Lord talks a lot, uh, you know, a hook. Uh, you know, I will put a hook in their nose and bring them on down, you know. Uh, he says that he's going to judge the nations at Jerusalem, and he's going to bring them down. I mean, this is the power, you know. I mean, uh, when was the last time you made a trip to heaven? I mean, no, you haven't, right? Logical. Now, of course, you're going to meet them that have, but the point is, is that God is in heaven, and he's a spirit, yet he says that he is going to bring them down. You know, it's like, Johnny, come here, or I'm going to... And you didn't want Mom to come, because when she came, she would grab your ear or pinch something and pull you with it. And it hurt to beat the band. But the next time she called you, you made sure that you listened. Now, in my neck of the woods, Dad trained us to listen for his whistle. And whenever he whistled, I could hear it in the whole neighborhood because he was so good at it. And the kids would all razz me. Your daddy's whistling. You better get home. Well, yeah, I'd better get home. I'm not like your daddy. Your daddy isn't like my daddy, I can guarantee you, because I got to get home and my britches are going to be in trouble along with me underneath them. Yeah, see, that's the old days. You know, but you can look right here, you know. In Isaiah, and when the Lord's dealing with his people, first of all, they, they had issues, and we can see that plainly. Why wouldn't Christians today have trouble? The Lord says, as many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. And the whole chapter of, of Isaiah 30, we are dealing with the Assyrians. We're dealing with Judah that needs to wake up because they're doing certain things that not what they uh, should be doing uh, t time and uh, you know time passed now they had hezekiah he was a better king so this a lot of this stuff is happening here to prepare judah and get them where they need to be because another time is coming and that would be with babylon when it doesn't fare well with judah because they forgot this Isaiah 30 is like a testing ground for Judah. He brings in the enemy, the Lord does. He brings them to the gate, scares the daylights out of them, and then he delivers them. An angel slaughtered them in one night, all the, all the enemy. Except for the king, and he went back to the house of his God. There his sons killed him while he was praying. praying. So this, this is the way God works, okay? And so if you're in America... And you think that you can just run willy-nilly over the laws of God in this country? I, I got news for you. You're stupid. 
because you can't run willy-nilly. Now, he has more grace and more patience now. But one day, it's going to be done with. And so when we see stuff like this, you know, he really does. He will do these things. I mean, we haven't had major judgment like some of these things. You know, God has given America a lot of chances and the world. And we see God moving in Israel constantly, and he even used Trump to do it. Uh, But people in this country are so full of hate, they don't even want to look at what he did. Uh, because they're just focused on hate. They, that's all they got in this country, hate. And you can see that in the legislature, uh, you know, the House and uh, and stuff. Uh, the Senate, just so much hatred up there, just filled with radical leftists that are just seething to change the nation. And see, all this is wickedness. And I've been warning for over two decades, and... We're getting the closest I've seen in in over those uh, two decades to real, true judgment on this nation. And uh, if they think they've got trouble now with Trump, they've got bigger trouble with the Lord. So in Isaiah 66, 4 through 5, now I've said this a lot, but this is something that needs to be brought up here. And you need to remember this. Because anytime you think that God does not bring delusion on people. Now, Paul talks about this in Second Thessalonians 2. You can read that, and you can see where they rejected the love of the truth, which is the gospel and the Lord coming. And then later on, the son of perdition comes. And the Lord talks to them about bringing a delusion so that they would believe a lie, bringing this delusion in. And that's exactly what the Lord does. Now, in Isaiah 66, 4, now make no mistake, Isaiah, by the time he gets to chapter 66 in Isaiah, this guy has talked a lot. He's written a lot. He's had a huge ministry, one of the larger books, largest books in, you know, uh, in, in the Torah or the Tanakh, rather. And here I will choose, I also will choose their delusions Bring their own fears upon them, because when I called, none did answer. When I spake, they did not hear. But they did evil before my eyes, and chose that which I delighted not. Now, see, if you follow the prophets a lot, and you understand these things, like I do, and Tower does, and there's many others, that the fact of the matter is, is that God told Judah that he had woke up early to warn them and by sending the prophets. That's what he did. That's how he wakes up. And whenever the prophet takes on that mantle, you can see the, the phrase, burden of the Lord. The burden of the Lord is these. Now, see, a lot of these people that do the prophesying around here, it's more of a spirit of inspiration than prophetic utterance, believe me. And that's why we get in trouble in this country, because we don't really truly know what a prophet is. But you can see what a prophet does by going into the Old Testament, and you can read it. And every one of them, uh, when we talk about that, it's a burden. And you look at Moses having to deal with the children of Israel, that was a burden. And there was none of this personal prophesying. There was none of this uh, whoopee-doo stuff. It It was... tough it was in your face and and it meant life and death and when a prophet even today even under the new covenant a true prophet is prophesying it's not just to tell you what what uh, color ring you have on and matter of fact that's a familiar spirit the spirit of god deals with the word of god and the truth and we have so much foolishness going on in this country it's a wonder anybody knows anything oh yeah we got churches led by pastors, and none of them know anything because most of these pastors, college-educated, coming out of seminaries, they can have PhDs, but they've been taught by men who've been taught by men who've been taught by men who really don't know what they're teaching. And uh, they've been teaching it, and all of America believes in a pre-trib rapture, and I keep telling them there's not going to be a pre-trib rapture. The Lord is coming, but it's not the way you think. Well, at any rate, I will choose their delusions. And that's what he did with Israel. And he will choose your delusions here in America and around the world. When you are not listening, 
when he calls. Now, see, the Lord has been calling to America and warning to America for many, many, many decades. I mean decades. He's probably been warning America more than 150 years, easily, easily. Because we have big revivals and some of the biggest evangelist, uh, you know, revivals we've had in this country. And every one of them was built upon the fact of waking the nation up. Now, and when I spake, they did not hear, but they did evil before my eyes and chose that which I delighted not. Now, see, that's the judgment. But then there's something else that follows that. He says, hear the word of the Lord, you that tremble at his word. Your brethren that hated you, that cast you out for my name's sake. Because there's always those who stand up for the Lord. And those who are backslidden and don't want to hear it, treat them terribly. So there were those that uh, they would cast them out. Kind of what they did with Trump with Twitter and all this other stuff. Now they're nailing, putting the nails in the coffin on all the Trump supporters and all the patriots and anybody that blinks out there. And there's all kinds of rumors going on. And uh, to our friend down in the Philippines, yes, I got it. And I'm going to watch it. And I know very much who, what this guy teaches. I've, I've known him for many, many years. Uh, and uh, we got another one in. And all of them are having things that, uh, you know, everybody's trying to figure out what's coming. And... Uh, because there's a lot of stuff happening. And uh, believe me, when the Lord does it, you're not going to know it. It's going to come at you. Now see, that cast you out for my name's sake said, let the Lord be glorified. Now you see, that's what they said when they cast out the brethren who was telling them that they needed to listen to the Lord, that they needed to change. And they didn't want to, but they threw them out the gate saying, well, let the Lord be glorified because, you know, we know the truth. And But see, when he appears, it says, but he shall appear to your joy, speaking of those who were cast out, but they shall be ashamed, the ones who did it. Now, see, that same principle applies today. God is going to adjudicate and going to redeem, and going to set free, and going to mark those who were wicked and destroyed their honor, destroyed them, and caused them harm, and did wickedly. And this is what the judgment is about. And uh, and Second Thessalonians 2, 7 through 12 um He speaks of uh, him whose coming is after the working of, uh, this is Second Thessalonians, after the working of Satan with all power, lines and uh, signs and lying wonders, with all deceivableness of unrighteous in them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. That's Christ's coming. That's the love of the truth and his father loving us that he sent it. And it says, for this cause, God shall send them a strong delusion that they should believe a lie, that they will all be damned to believe not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Now make no mistake, folks. You're in the new covenant now. And there's a lot of preachers that say, well, there's no such thing as that. You know, they don't believe this, but I got news for you, and you'd better wake up. Because I deal with people like this all the time, especially on social media. And I've dealt with them in person. See, God will send you a strong delusion, and you're going to think that one that's there is the one to believe in. And you're going to wind up wind up being damned, who believe not the truth, but you had pleasure and unrighteousness. Because the thing that propels you is that you're able to do unrighteousness under this person. And we have a lot of pastors like that out there now. We have a lot of them. And I'll tell you, Ralph Warnock is one of them. Because he openly declares that abortion is okay and that it's God's will. That's a lie out of the pit of hell. Now, see, God will send them a strong delusion. He's probably already done it on Warnock. Now he's up there with the others. Uh, and so now they have a corrupted preacher to preach to those who are corrupted, and that's fitting for a corrupted legislature, a corrupted house, a corrupted uh, body of, of lawmakers who are totally corrupt, 
who, when the Capitol uh, was stormed not too long ago, thought they were going to die. And I heard from everybody how important the Capitol is. Well, I got news for you. Israel thought the same thing. They thought the same thing with their temple. And they knew that God wasn't going to judge them because they, they had his temple. And they, you know, it was, he was known as the God of Israel. But he let them know that he was going to judge them. And they lost the temple and the priests. And they were sent into captivity for 70 years. Now, see, any time the building that houses the legislature is more important, now get this, than the truth and the laws that are fair that is coming out of that house. If that house doesn't deliver truth and a righteous truth and a just truth that justifies, then it ain't worth being the capital. And they're not worth being in it, and God will judge it. You see, because even that capital and even those lawmakers, everybody, when the Lord comes, are going to be judged. And it's going to be the same way in every nation on earth. It'll be everyone that holds authority, from the cops to the governors to the legislatures. Now, you can get away with it now. And you can lie about cheating at the election. You can lie and you can cheat and hate Trump and hate anybody else that's associated with him. And you can get all of the techies on your side, but I got news for you. God is a just God. And that doesn't mean that things are going to go easy with the other side either. It's not. But I, I guarantee you one thing. When he judges, you're going to know it. And you're not going to have to wonder if, if it's coming because I can tell you. That this God does not play around like you play around. And so this is what, this has been Israel's lesson now. You know, God's been leading them through a practical lesson that hurts. That teaches them something. That is, drop the uncleanness and be done with it. Now see... He's going to bring them, and, and he has said this about the nations. I'll put a hook in the jaw and bring them on down. Well, in Isaiah thirty twenty nine, it says, You shall have a song as in the night when a holy solemnity, uh, solemnity is kept, and gladness of heart. As when one man goeth with a pipe to come into the mountain of the Lord to the mighty one of Israel... Now, if you've ever heard some of the psalms about coming up to Zion, and they'll come rejoicing, and there's Christian songs to that, rejoicing, coming to Zion. An everlasting song shall be on their heads. And see, this, this is the ultimate rejoicing. Now, see, this is because the people are delivered. Now, see, when God destroyed the Assyrians at the gate... They had that kind of a song. But in between that deliverance and years later, when Babylon came, they fell away again. Now you can also look at uh, Nineveh, who, uh, when they were told of the judgment of God, immediately repented. And God changed his mind what he was going to do because they repented. And everything went well for him for 70 years we would classify that as a as a generation some people think they're less some think more but 70 years is kind of common and so <clears throat> they had forgotten and of course Nahum the prophet warns about Nineveh and it's going to fall and it was a mighty mighty place too uh, just like Babylon was i mean Babylon and Nineveh were not you know, just like Egypt. Egypt was very powerful, too. And the, these are major Gentile domains. I mean, you just uh, didn't go in there and say, okay, we're going to destroy it. It's not that easy. But when God determines for a nation to go down, now you hear me well, any nation, God can judge. Any people, God can judge. And you know, when I'm dealing with people online and stuff like that, and even in person, you know, I, I don't play around. Very rarely. I do get in that mode. But 
you know, these are tough times. These are times, as James says, to weep and howl, to seek the Lord. He speaks directly to those who have made so much money. Your gold, your riches will become unto you as fire that'll burn your very soul. I mean, it'll, in judgment, because that's what you've sowed to. And we have a lot of people. I mean, you know, today the um, the billionaire owner of Home Depot was on castigating Trump. Well, I have the feed on, on one of our major uh, social sites on MeWe. In case you ever want to, you want a place, go over to MeWe. Uh, it's, and we're on MeWe. Uh, and we have a lot of people uh, that are in our um, uh, Christian group there, prophecy. And so you can you can go over there and find some good stuff. Well, I do have a separate page, a couple pages. One of them is Newsmax, and they were talking about, they were interviewing this guy. And he said that, man, I'll tell you, starting at 8 o'clock in the morning, and it was still going on at 4 People were hitting that and and commenting. And, you know, it was up to, when I seen it earlier today, I, I forget what it was. It was several thousand uh, just commenting on this guy because of what he said. And, you know, th this is what you have. The billionaires are against the billionaire Trump, and they hate his followers and all the rest of this stuff. And... Of course, everybody hates everybody. You can't talk to anybody. And if you go in the store and don't have a mask on, they're ready to, you know, cut your throat. And people snarl. They're mean. They're nasty. They try to run you over on the road. I mean, that's America. That's normal today. There's no civility. See, this, this is the problem. The fruits of the land are bitter. But see, when you look at this deliverance, You'll have a song as in the night when a holy solemnity is kept. If you, if you're, if you keep Sabbath or some kind of uh, Passover and stuff like that, it's a time of joy and understanding prophecy and things. But this is this is gladness of heart. This isn't judgment. This is uh, when you're coming to the house of the Lord. You're you're playing, you know, your instruments on the way there, and you're rejoicing. And so. What you have is is this deliverance and you have this joy when the Lord God went to defend Jerusalem and Judah. And see, this, this is the thing. You know, in America, we want the Lord to be put first. I'm not talking about a theocracy. But we need to get back to what we used to do in this country. But right now we have too much sin that has entered in. And these things should be lessons to America, but most people are too lazy. They are too busy. And they have no interest whatsoever in going through stuff like this. And, and I can tell you, because I, I, I meet a lot of people. I've seen a lot of people online. And I hate the Internet. I literally cannot stand the Internet, social media. Now, we get the Word of God out. but And there are people that need it. And there's parts of this that are really important. But we have a majority of it that is absolutely filthy. And disrespectful and godless and that infects the nations so we're we're right in the midst of the lawlessness perilousness of the end of days we're we're there kids and so when i see this i think oh lord come soon deliver us give us that joy because that's what it's going to be 
you know, it doesn't matter when you think the rapture's coming. It's not going to come when you think it's going to come. In you know, before everything happens, the pre-trib. Oh, that's a great one. Now, I I also tell you, I said I'm all ready. If the Lord wants to pick me out earlier, I'm ready to go. But you see, the thing of it is, you know, at the time when the world needs the witness of Christ. People believe God's going to take them out. That's too bad. Isaiah thirty thirty, and the Lord shall cause his glorious voice to be heard and shall show the lightning lightning down of his arm. And of course in, in this we're talking about when the angel came down and instituted judgment because the angel here is the is the arm of the Lord with judgment and he strikes the army dead 150,000 of them and and the one that got spared was the king probably a couple of aides cuz the king went back to uh, his home where he was killed and so you have the lightning down, the lighting down of his arm. That's the angel coming down. And you have the, this particular judgment as a flame of a devouring fire. It doesn't mean necessarily fire, but it means total destruction, complete, as if it was a fire, you know. So. When that angel initiated judgment in one night, there was nothing heard in the camps. And and the story is, is there in, in Scripture. And the children of Israel didn't even want to go out, but, but a few of them did meander out. And they went in there, and it wasn't until the guards uh, up on top saw that these guys that were out there were running around and they were eating stuff and grabbing stuff and they knew the army wasn't there and they went there and they were all dead now see this is judgment and see the, the Lord shall cause his glorious voice to be heard now see when he strikes the judgment it's righteous judgment and those who have been delivered will have that song in their heart and rejoice as they've never rejoiced before and that will glorify the Lord. And they will rejoice in his name, and his name will be heralded. And verse 31 of that says, For through the voice of the Lord shall the Assyrian be beaten down, which smote with a rod. Now you see the thing of it is, God is determined. And even even the Lord rebuked the devil in the wilderness when we look at these things man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God now that's true even for these days for some reason Christians don't believe I mean this end of day people don't believe that God is the same God. He's just provided the atonement to forgive you of your sins. But remember in Revelation 22, he that is wicked, let him be wicked still. He that is righteous, let him be righteous still. Now there's a few more in there in comparison just like that, but that's the gist of it. You can go to Revelation 22 and you can read it yourself. So if they're wicked, let them be wicked still. If you're righteous, be righteous still. Whatever you are, be still. If that's what you want to do, go ahead and do it. But know this, the Lord says, I come quickly and behold, uh, behold my reward is with me to give to every man or woman according as their work shall be. If you're a righteous man, you'll get a righteous reward. If you're a wicked, you'll get a wicked man's reward, etc., now, see, that's the problem you have when you have churches around 
that are social clubs and nurseries for Christians who live in their sins, who don't throw them out, who don't get rid of them. Nobody speaks of the gospel. Nobody speaks out against sin because they're all too afraid. Oh, I might lose a friend. Well, I got news for you. Your brethren overseas are losing everything while you're here trying to hang on to what you got. You better hang on because one of these days you may not even have what those who have nothing, you know, and that's pretty bad when you take some of these people overseas that get chased out of their home. They don't have any money and they have to run off to the bush of Africa or, you know, out in the Indian, you know, in India, the bush, because we know that happens there. We know it happens in a lot of places. And they have nothing. You know, they, they have to make their fires live out there. And th there's no safety, no nothing. Believe me. We are spoiled. And if there was ever a time for America to say stop it, it would be right now. But see, we're just beginning. They plotted and got the election. Now, see, there's just no way it, it it didn't happen. It did happen. I know it happened. I saw videos, and I've seen the proof. Nevertheless, the the bottom line of it is the Republicans in, in Congress wouldn't even take it up. Nobody would take it up. Not like it should have been. Nobody wanted to bother with it. So you did an unrighteous thing. And so you've got a mess in this country. You've got Democrats who think they're righteous when they're unrighteous. And they're the ones running the show up there now. They got a profane preacher along with them that think it's okay to say, okay, we can abort the babies. We got a lot of young girls that believe that. If you think God's going to change his mind just to make you happy, you're full of it. Because when God initiates judgment, it's a righteous judgment. He's given you time to repent. You rejected it. And that's why I gave you the stuff on choosing your delusions and bring your own fears upon you. Because there's no doubt about it. You can see these fears up in Nancy Pelosi and Schumer and all of those up there, both in the House and the Senate. There's a lot of them that are afraid. They live in fear. And I'll tell you who they fear. Right now, they fear Trump and all of his patriots. He scared the living yell out of them. And if they can plot to steal the election, that's fine with him. But see, wickedness will not go unrewarded. Just like righteousness will not go unrewarded. And so when you have judgment, it's the same thing when we talked about the judgment on Babylon. In one fell st stroke, it destroyed Babylon. And at the same time, it delivered the Jews. And Cyrus was a deliverer, the Persian. And he's the one that commanded Israel to go build the temple again and rebuild Jerusalem. You see, God initiates judgment in this way. And you look around and you see America. Are you so fooled? And I speak about America because I'm not living in the UK or I'm not living in Canada. I'm living in America. So I'm using this as an example because I see this every day. But you see, the thing of it is, is that we know that when Trump went to his inauguration, they were having riots in the street and you had the BLM and Antifa out there burning and doing everything and then of course we had the same thing uh, when we had the pandemic uh, hit and they had lockdowns 
The Democrats didn't do anything. Matter of fact, there's a big thing with the Democrats where they knelt down with African robes on. And you see, they want to tear down all your statues and burn everything and destroy everything and remake it. Well, all I can say is go ahead. That doesn't mean you're going to get it done. It means you'll probably wind up dead. People don't listen today. People don't want to talk about Scripture. They don't want to talk about a lot of this stuff. Or if they do, they, they get one mindset. There's a lot of people like this. They go around, they talk about Jesus all the time, but you can't talk anything because it's all doctrine, and, and they will argue about anything just to argue. So we have major issues. For through the voice of the Lord shall the Assyrian be beaten down, which smote with the rod. See, the Assyrian just here. That's who was threatening the whole region plus Israel. But they were going to take Jerusalem because they wanted it. God stopped them. But see, you had a righteous king at the time. And it says, In every place where the grounded staff shall pass, which the Lord shall lay upon him, it shall be with tabarets and harps, and the battles of shaking will he fight with it. Now, see, the staff of the Lord, or the arm of the Lord, the arm of the Lord was the angel. The staff of the Lord, the one that uses to uh, make war with, was the Assyrian army. And it passed throughout the whole region. But see, when the Assyrian army is finally defeated, every place where they have been will break out with rejoicing. And it'll all testify to the impressive power of the Lord our God. Who is able to destroy an enemy. I mean, you know, we talk about wars. We talk about a lot of things in, in our history. But not once can we say that, that the Lord was there and destroyed the army. See, remember, the, these army, this army here was not destroyed by another army. They weren't killed with a sword, you know, fighting on the ground or arrows or being trampled with horses. Every one of them were killed. There were some posted as guard. There was others that were sleeping. And they were all killed that night by the hand of the Lord. So now tell me, smart one, you who shake your fist at God, who do you have that can corral the Lord God? Who do you know whose word is greater than the Lord? If God wills that Israel exist for the rest of eternity, who are you? <coughs> And if God demands a kingdom where there's righteousness, you can do nothing about it. And God intervenes in the affairs of men. And Israel is one of the best studies to see that. Because Israel has experience with this God. And has made this God mad and been delivered by this God many times. Now they were in fact delivered by this God when they got the state back in 48. And they were delivered right after that. Even though they fought, God granted them favor. And they fought their enemies right away. Five Arab nations, I think, tried to destroy them. And you've had this little tiny band. I, I, they've grown considerably, but compared to the rest of the world, there's not many of them. And, and they're 
very, very high in technology and weapon systems, sciences. I mean, you may hate Israel, but Israel, when it comes to technology and sciences, is at the top of the game. And God is not going to let Israel go. He's not finished with them. Just like he is not finished with the Christian church. And he's not finished with America yet. But America in itself will face the rod of the Lord eventually. From my personal viewpoint, it can wait. It doesn't have to be destroyed tomorrow to make me, you know, happy or something. I know. I warn about judgment. I talk about judgment. I write about correct behavior. But the bottom line of it is, is you don't want this to happen. In Isaiah 30, 33. Well, I think we'll, uh, let's see, how much more do we got? You know, I think we'll stop there because we're running. We're running down on time because we do. So we'll stop at Isaiah 33. And I will take up this. And matter of fact, that's the last verse. Uh, and the next one will be uh, chapter 31. And and this one is about them going down to Egypt for help, which sounds like part from chapter 30, because uh, there are those that went to Egypt, including Judah, but in the end they waited on the Lord. And so it's it's very important to understand a lot of these principles. And the main thing we want for today is that we need to understand that there are issues that are in our country that is going to bring judgment on us. And we need to get to the point where we need to deal with it, but... uh, I think that uh, as far as changing our ways, that ain't going to happen. America eventually will go that way. And there's a lot of things happening now. And uh, when we had the earlier thing of uh, everybody seeking the Lord, wanting his deliverance. You know, that was good. We came together. And we had a bunch of so-called prophets out there prophesying. And uh, and, I, and I can tell, I've been in a lot of meetings like this. It's just nonsense. You don't want to call it nonsense. But folks... We don't even know what a true prophet is in this country. The true prophets, I can tell you what they're like. And that's straight out of the Word of God. And we need to understand. Because we've been taught this stuff that you know, we're Christians, we're under the new covenant, the old covenant is gone. And No, Jesus didn't stop the old covenant. He fulfilled it. That doesn't mean it's coming to an end. There's a lot of prophecies where we get them uh, that Christ fulfilled. And he's coming back again. Nothing's been fulfilled until he comes back. And then it will be done. On the cross, he said it's finished. And in Revelation, I'm trying to remember the exact words, it is done. You see, 
we're not finished yet. We're not done yet. And America isn't done either. We have a lot of enemies. The devil would give nothing, I mean, give anything to destroy this country. But the last thing we need is some billionaire, and I'm not talking of Trump because he's, he's willing to sacrifice anything, but I'm thinking of the George Soroses and others who have spent their entire fortunes, or a lot of it, to try to change America into what they want. You see, the thing of it is, God is the one that is the governor of the nations not man. And you are only the keeper. You are the one that is supposed to be the caretaker. And if the caretaker is wicked in his job, there's no other job uh, duty except to get rid of him. And the Lord has a vineyard and he will judge those who have been working in his vineyard. And he knows those who are wicked. Just like he knew Israel. And he knew what they were doing. He sent the prophets. And they didn't listen. That's why the Lord said in the, you know, when he was weeping over Jerusalem. Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, thou that stonest the prophets. They didn't listen. Unfortunately today, many Americans are not listening. And those in power are greedy, and they lust for that power. We are in some of the worst fix in America that we have ever been in my lifetime, spiritually, socially, and as a nation. I hope you are right with the Lord. You seek his face. Father, we thank you for your word. Bless your word to our hearts. Bless us and teach us and move in our lives, Lord. Help us to be prepared. Help us to learn the lessons. You know, a few points out of this. Help bring them to mind and help them to understand those who listen. Bless them, meet their needs, deliver them in this COVID time and be with them. And in Jesus' name, I bind you, Satan, and the powers of darkness from the preaching, teaching, streaming, and receiving of this word. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, Tower. We are... Don't forget to go by warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Check them out. Those are our websites. So, Tower, you here? <laughs> yes, I'm here. I'm trying to get a word in edgewise. It's hard with you. No, all you had to do is speak <laughs> up, but I had to give those since uh, you were a little... I'm just joking. A little slow on the uptake there. Yeah. It's all that vast technology got back there trying to get it all straightened out. Is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> we don't blame you. We know it's a technology. Yeah. Well, here we are. Yep, another day. Yep. I'm, I'm looking forward to the Lord's deliverance, I'll tell you. Oh, me too. I can't imagine, you know how much more wicked it can get and the, isn't the pot boiling over by now you would think so yeah well it's, you know and and how many people have children wee ones i mean i know you know and and god in his judgment has mercy he's waiting for that very last one yep well with that we're going to have to get out of here okay. tower Okay, good night, everybody. We love you. We pray for you. And we ask that you would pray for our brethren around the world and us as well. And we thank you for joining us whenever you do. May God bless you and enjoy your walk with him. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Shalom. We'll see you again tomorrow.
Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.